of men and women wearing the blue uniform. That's where they are. They are at those ports of entry. They are experts. They have technology. They know what to look for. If a child has their last hope to be rescued before entering into the belly of what is the highest consuming nation on the planet of child rape videos, their last hope will be to reach out to one of those heroes in a blue uniform. Help me. And they will. I've watched them do it. I've been part of it. And so we need border enforcement because it compels the movement to that final point of possible rescue. Why would we not want that? Why would we not want every child to have the last hope of rescue before entering into the great United States and disappear maybe forever? And so that's why. And what's interesting is it's never been partisan. And my, my, I was under two different administrations, Bush and Obama, and we kept building the wall and building enforcement and everyone liked it because it saved children. It wasn't partisan. How it became partisan is something that you can, I, mean, I don't understand. It should never have been. It rescues children, period. All right, welcome back, everybody, on this Friday. Tim Ballard pleading to Congress to continue to build the wall to secure our southern border for more, reason, more reasons than just illegals coming across or that you're concerned we're getting flooded with people, but pleading uh, to people's hearts that it's the best way to protect these children from being trafficked into or out of the United States uh, and keep them out of the hands of probably some of the most disturbing and disgusting individuals to walk the planet. Unfortunately, I don't really think Congress cares. Congress has their own self-interests, and they're uh, just—they don't care about the problem. Yeah, they they care about lining their pockets and enriching themselves. And this is for both parties. This isn't. Uh, this statement is not you know one way or the other. This is for everybody running the country right now. Because everybody's got a hand in it. Everybody's getting rich right now. You get uh, cheap labor. A lot of them look at it that way, that you're getting a lot of cheap labor in a lot of the farm communities by allowing them in. Other people are just more interested in where they're making a lot of their money at, which is in Ukraine right now, because so much money's being filtered through there. They just don't care about the southern border. Well, you know, they're uninterested. Democrats have their selfish reasons for doing it. Republicans have their selfish reasons for doing it. At the end of the day, it's more about the people uh, coming across and the people in the United States. People like me care. People like you care. I care about protecting people that are already here. I certainly care about protecting people that are coming in here because you want them to be treated fairly once they are in here. And I I would assume, (laughs) I mean, I'd like to assume that we can all agree that it's about protecting children. Uh, I, I mean... Adult women, adult men can get trafficked just as easy. I mean, they're probably not as desirable, maybe for labor and women, maybe a little different. But the children, I mean, I think we could all agree we don't want to see anybody trafficked. We don't want an adult, child, we don't want to see anybody go through that nightmare. We would like to think that everybody's safe. We would like to see an end to this. Congress does not. You know, to make, to make matters worse, you know, you wonder how safe... Our southern border is, well, the United Nations International Organization for Migration, IOM, declared the U.S.-Mexico border the deadliest land border crossing after documenting 686 deaths and disappearances of migrants in 2022. That's pretty, I mean, almost, almost, just a little shy of 700 people either died 
or just disappeared into thin air. And disappearing could be either A, trafficked, B, they could be dead. They just did not find their bodies. Um, or got, you know, C, God knows what else. We, I mean, we, how could it not be the deadliest border? With the amount of people coming across there daily. It's another report that I saw that said we had the busiest month ever. Uh, it was an exclusive. I think Breitbart was the one that put it out. Uh, the Border Patrol agents apprehended nearly 63,000 migrants in the first 10 days of September. So if we're talking about 700 people in 2022, I mean, you, you had 63,000 come through in 10 days. Uh, the number's either going to continue to rise and get a whole lot worse, or the reporting is not good, and there was a lot more than that in 2022. Because I can't imagine the number's going to go down if the volume of people trying to come across the southern border is going up. I would imagine it's only going to continue to get worse from this point. But Joe Biden has no interest in shutting it down. The Republicans are not doing anything to hold the Democrats accountable to try to get them to shut it down. So this is not going to stop. And you know, this new, this new uh, 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 budget that we're trying to work on right now, where you're, again, avoiding a big government shutdown. Oh my God, let me tell you something. And your shutdown, your Social Security, your Medicare, anything that actually you need doesn't get shut down. You have some congressmen that are going to go home and they're going to go home and get back pay for sitting at home for however long they're going to sit at home. So they just get a free vacay. What's really, so you're going to have some programs that nobody cares about and has zero impact on your day-to-day shut down. And that's the fear that they're trying to instill in you to get you to pressure people to make bad deals so they can continue to spend money, which you're getting murdered on inflation anyways. Just, uh, just uh, the, the, our, our government is so far out of control. It's a wonder people like myself are trying to do something to alert other people. You know, why we all talk about it, why we're all getting more and more divided, because half of us see what's happening to the country, and we know that our government's out of control. We want smaller government. The government is way, way too big. They're using too much of our tax dollars. They are way too large, and they feel like we work for them and they don't work for us. I can't believe that half of America, half you moderates or you or, or leftists, you guys are okay with all this. I, I can't imagine how you could be okay with these people and the way that they're running the country right now. I can't imagine. But you saw a lot of you guys are. You know, on, the, on the southern border, again, another article. I was all over the southern border reading a ton of stuff. Uh, a group of cartel gunmen attacked a search party of women who were looking for um, clandestine grave sites throughout Mexico in an attempt to find their loved ones. The women survived the ordeal uh, when the police escort fought back and fought the, fought, basically fought the cartel off. And these, they're over there looking for loved ones. This is, the, this is what Joe Biden is doing at the border. Democrats care about nothing. That's why I went a little off there. They, they don't care about how much money we're spending. They don't care about the border. They don't care about anything. They use fear tactics to control you. They lie to you. They manipulate you. 
They take your tax dollars happily. Ukraine is is the best laundromat in the world. Yeah, I mean, how much money's funneling through Ukraine right now? God only knows. It's got to be billions and billions and billions of dollars. All your congressmen, you're going to notice they're getting richer and richer and richer while you're getting poorer and poorer and poorer. They're using your tax dollars. They're causing inflation. They're enriching themselves. That that wealth gap that all Democrats complain about is widening. But guess what? Guess who's going towards the top and who's going towards the bottom? All your politicians keep rising. All the ones that tell you, we're going to take care of it. We got you. This is wrong. They shouldn't be doing this. They're all enriching themselves and getting richer. And you, my friend, are losing money day in and day out. Because since inflation is going up every single day, your dollar is worth less and less. And you don't have the same buying power you used to have. So you are, in essence, getting poorer and poorer. I live in, I live in Palm Beach County. And they say for an average family of four, Palm Beach County, what you need to make to be able to survive, to pay your bills, buy your food, probably have enough money for an auto repair here and there, what they say you need to be comfortable enough to do that and maybe put a little bit of money aside just to save, have a little bit of a savings is $110,000 a year. You have to have income coming in. Well, I'd hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I can assure you that most people in Palm Beach County don't make that kind of money. I mean, if you have two incomes coming in, then you're probably close to that. But God forbid one person loses their income, you're dead in the water. This is the time we're living in. Uh, you know, you just don't, there's no extra money. The Democrats have run this country so bad over the course of the last two years two and a half years, that we are all feeling the effects. I saw a poll come out um, that said that, speaking specifically about Joe Biden, because everything going on with the impeachment, and I was even listening to Glenn Beck, and Glenn Beck said something, and I was like, yep, he got me. That's it. That's me 100%. Um, And I'll get into that in one second, but uh, 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 a poll came out that shows that 35% of Democrats, now keep in mind, these are people that probably watch mainstream media. Yeah, maybe they watch something that they would consider as in the middle. They're certainly not watching any right-wing media. 35% of them believe that Joe Biden in some form or another is involved in some type of crime with his son. Do you realize how significant that is? You got to remember what they're feeding these people. If you got 35% that actually believe that now is the time for Congress to hammer this man. But guess what? At least the way I, and this is where Glenn Beck got me. You know what Glenn Beck said? And it, it was, and the reason I'm bringing it up, hey, listen, it's just, he called me out the way I feel. You know why? I don't talk about Joe Biden's impeachment. Why I don't talk about his son Hunter. Why I got tired of talking. Because to me, I don't believe anything's going to happen. And he said that. He goes, you know what the problem we're having is? Is that most people, most Republicans believe in their heart that literally nothing's going to happen. So they're uninterested and they're not paying attention. Bingo. He's uh, He got me 100%. Now, I know I, I listened to what he said, uh, you know, how important it is to pay attention and what it's actually about. And it's not about gotcha. I always said that they impeached Trump when they had nothing. You can't impeach Biden when you actually have something. I say somebody needs to go to jail. Somebody should be impeached. But at the end of the day, all we are ever shown 
is that the Republicans talk a good game but do absolutely nothing. They put on an excellent show that produces no results. So, like so many people, that's the way I feel about it. At the end of the day, I don't think they're going to do anything. I think they're going to talk a good game. They're going to put on a good show. And however it's going to play out with Hunter Biden, whether it's Statue of Limitation runs out, or however it's going to play out, nothing's going to happen. I said the other day, they'll probably use it, which has some value to it, but they'll probably use it just as a tool to point this out in the election. But then it's more political. And I agreed 100% on this point with him. This is not supposed to be political. This is a corrupt politician that has been enriching himself off of selling this country out for years. His buddies around him are doing the same thing. If we don't stop this corruption, if they don't stand up to this now, we're done as a country. We're no better than any other country in the world. We're just as corrupt. The people that are blessed and given the opportunity to be in the top <clears throat> will continue to enrich themselves and sell us out. And that that uh, gap, that financial gap that they talk about will only widen. Because since they're selling the country out and they're spending us into oblivion and they don't care about the country, we will get poorer and poorer and poorer just like every other country that is run by a dictatorship gets poorer and poorer until we're all starving on the bottom and then you'll have your elite class that'll all live nice and pretty, big houses, fat you know, fat cats, bellies, food, food, I mean, food full of bellies. We won't have that. It is about stopping corruption. And I've always said somebody needs to go to jail. So me and him agree on that point. There are things that need to be done. And if they're not being done, you know, we, we, are, we are headed down an even darker path than we're already on. You know, I'm starting to hear more and more. I hear Clay and Buck talk about it. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people. And just not, I, think, I think Glenn was talking about it also. Um, there's a lot more people now that are starting to believe that Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. They're starting to truly believe, and they have some theories behind why they believe this, that Joe Biden will not be um, not be the front runner for the Democratic Party. And it's because of how close they're getting between him and his hunter, I mean, between him and his son Hunter. There's just too much connecting them. And he's so dirty, they don't want them to see that because his dirtiness, this is a guy that's been a politician for you know, over half a century. You know that as dirty as he is, how many dirty little secrets, how many people has he helped enrich and everything around him? They know it'll lead back to them. The ones that are still in their right mind know at some point that could come back to them. So what they're going to want to do is get Joe Biden out of there. We're, we're no, um, you, you got to step down. You can't run again. We'll put anybody else but you up there. They're getting too close to you. They're going to feed them to the dogs. That's what a lot of them are starting to believe. I, I honestly, I don't know how much I believe that. I'm going to keep hitting the microphone here. I don't know how much I believe that because <sighs> mainstream media runs so much cover for this guy. So much omission. They don't talk about it. I mean, it's it's so bad that even if it got out there, our side would be enraged and we'd be in a frenzy. Oh, my God, look at what this guy's done. How much does their side even hear? And then nowadays, people don't pay attention to politics. You know, people are tired of politics. They're tired of listening to it. They're tired of hearing it. Heck, I feel like I'm seeing that in my numbers. My downloads have been literally horrible lately. 
Yeah, I mean, horrible to a point where I'm like, uh, you know, maybe uh, the show's stale and uh, I should call it a day. You know, I did the best I could. I guess I reached who I could and, and, you know, hopefully I did a good enough job and did my part and, you know, I'm all done here. Um, but I think people are just burned out. It don't stop, you know, but four years of non, a nonstop barrage of Donald Trump, the, the Russia collusion, everything, all the way up to January 6th. And they haven't let that go. And then on our side, it's been nonstop about Biden. I mean, you get burned out. I, I totally get that. But if they're not paying attention, then they're not hearing it. So again, how much are they hearing about Joe Biden? They're probably not hearing what they need to be hearing to illuminate them on the subject so that they know who this man really is. I I don't know if they get rid of him. Who else can they run? I know people are saying he's going to step down and you got a lot of the bigger hosts and I'm not saying that they can be wrong or can't be wrong. None of us know the future. None of us hold crystal balls and any of us can be wrong, certainly. I just, from my point of view... I find it hard to believe because if you're going to run anybody, you have to run Kamala. You absolutely have to. You cannot sidestep Kamala and put somebody like Gavin Newsom in there or or Kennedy in there. You can't put an old white guy or a younger white guy and get the the, the, average middle-aged black lady out of there. Not with the way that they have structured the Democratic Party. Like, she is the most important. The only thing that she is missing is if she would come out and say that she is uh, gender fluid or something like that. And that's it. She is the epitome of what they want. How could they not run her? And she is less likable than Joe Biden. She, uh, She lost to the old white guy. When they're complaining about old white men being in the office... They got the oldest white man in the office, and she lost to him, even though she's a black female. They can't run her. I know I heard Sonny Holton the other day saying what a great job she's done and blah, blah, blah. You guys are trying to lift her up now, what, just in case? Just in case Biden does say, hey, I got to step down? I, You know, I just, I don't see it. You know, I, I've heard some talk from Tucker Carlson. Uh, uh, there's been a few other people. Uh, I, I want to say Alex Jones. Uh, I, I want to say. I, I don't remember offhand. Um, they're talking about get, us getting into a war over the next year with Russia and declaring war power where Biden could stay in office and then he could step down and Kamala could take over. So there is no election. Is it possible? It's definitely a possibility. Is it far-fetched? Nah. I mean, what we're doing day-to-day with Russia, I can't say it's far-fetched. How likely is that to happen? I don't personally think it will. There's a lot of things that they say are coming and coming and coming that they don't show up. Uh, But you never know. I mean, it is an avenue to pursue. And don't put it past any Democrat that they wouldn't be be willing to do anything to retain their power. There is a real possibility that they may, you know, uh, pull something like that off or try to pull something like that off. You know, COVID, we're all looking at that, and it started flaring up there, and then the shots, and the masks, and the floating the idea, and a buddy of mine saying what he said, and he was dead accurate last time. I haven't seen it. It hasn't been a month yet. I haven't seen uh, anything be implemented, but, 
you almost wonder if they were just testing the waters and starting to say these things and see the reaction of people. And I got to tell you, the reaction for them was probably not what they desired. They saw that not only was our side not having it, but most of their side wasn't having it either. Because I think it was around 80, it was in the upper 80% of people that are like, nah, I'm not doing it. So maybe they said, uh, we're not going to be able to do that again. Let's change, you know, uh, change plan, audible, go to, go to plan B. I don't put it past Democrats to do anything to retain power. They will do anything. They're willing to do anything to retain their power. There's just so much going on. I mean, it's Friday. There was such an information overload going on for me. I was reading all kinds. The borders are just a disaster. That's what got me going. Pretty much everything after I talked about the border was unplanned. You're you're hearing me as a rapper with freestyle. I'm free thinking right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know if that would be the right way to say that. Uh, but that's what's just just flowing out right now. Uh, but that was not even what I had intended to speak about today. But it's just, you know, I guess sometimes that's a better show. You just, that was it, rough and raw. That's where it's at. That's what I felt like talking about or whatever came out. But that's not what I even intended to talk about. The border was is such a disaster right now. You know, and hearing Tim Ballard and, you know, thinking about all these poor children and you just look at these people in Congress and go, man, you guys are all scumbags. You're all a bunch of scum. You have no care in the world. No compassion for these people. You don't care. There's no love in your heart. If there was, you'd build the wall. I know that this, this statement's going to sound weird. But if you actually had compassion, you'd build the wall. And you shut the border down. That is the compassionate thing to do. You're stopping the cartels, you're stopping the flow of drugs, you're stopping the sex trafficking and trafficking, human trafficking in general. Okay, You're getting a handle on who's here in the country. Look at the guy that was an illegal immigrant, that murdered his girlfriend, he's on the run from the cops for 12 days in our country. Could potentially kill somebody else. At one point, I remember if it was the night before or two nights before, guy gets a hold of a rifle in a house that he went through. Potential to kill another American citizen. You got to get a handle on the situation. Cities flooded with migrants. They can't even get it under control. A lot of these people, you think it's compassionate to allow them to come into the country and then in the scorching heat that we have and the freezing winters that we have, have them living out in tents in the sides of roads on sidewalks. You think that's compassion? You think that's love? You think that what Uncle Sam is doing, that he's doing it out of, oh, we just, we love these people. We want to let them in. Oh, that's, man, you know, that's kind of love I don't need. So you let me come in here so I could sleep unsafely on a sidewalk in a tent where anything in the world could happen to me. I could get robbed. I could get killed. Anything could happen. Get arrested because I'm illegal. I got to live in fear of police officers, which I shouldn't be fearing. I should be going to them for help if something bad happens, but I feel like I can't even talk to them because I'm not legal. No compassion. If they were compassionate people, you shut the border down and get everything under control. Get everybody here registered. Know who everybody is and where they are. Make them feel safe in their new environment. That's compassion. What they're doing is the opposite. That border's a mess. Sorry, I I, I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. Because <laughs> this episode's a disaster. It's a little bit all over the place. Uh, well, it's Friday. I guess that was a wrap-up of all kinds of crap that's been happening during the week there. It's just all in one shot. Wabam. Uh, and that's it. I'm, I'm done there. I'm not, I'm not going to say anymore because God knows what's going to come out next. 
<laughs> Sometimes I wish I had a co-host, you know. <laughs> I think my life would be a lot simpler with a co-host because you got somebody to play off of. It's a lot easier when somebody else is saying something and you don't have to just continuously talk. You can actually have somebody respond to something or you can laugh about something with somebody else and they obviously are going to have different ideas and different opinions and you can bounce them back and forth. Makes it a much more interesting conversation. Me, I talk to myself. <laughs> Sometimes it's not that interesting. Good, you know what I probably should do is I should get a mirror and put a mirror in front of myself and literally talk to myself like I'm actually talking to somebody else. But the only problem I would have with that is staring at myself that long, I don't know if I would lose my eyesight because that is the ugliest damn thing in the world to look at for that amount of time. I would be like, no, stop it. Get them, get it out of here. <laughs> uh, if you're a beautiful person, you are blessed. <laughs> Anyways, it's Friday. Hope you like what you're hearing. If you'd like to reach out to me, hit me up on one of my social media uh, accounts. Beyond that, I hope you have an absolutely lovely, beautiful, and wonderful weekend with your family, and we will do it again on Monday.